Come on, kids. Let's pick it up. Push it. Dig deep. It's early morning. The sun hasn't risen yet. Light is sparse. A group of 16 brave troopers are trying to stay warm, but more importantly, make it through a large field. It's hard. They're carrying weights that make it difficult to run, let alone walk. They're in training, but these aren't soldiers. They're teenagers, taking part in a program called Gold Star Teen Adventures. It helps provide them mentorship and leadership, different development, resilience training, team building, things like that. They lived in the barracks for the time that they were there because it was a couple of day event. So they had their own barracks and they got to go in there. They did like land nav, weapons training, everything that the trainees do to kind of experience what their parents had done in the military. But these aren't normal army brats. It's for children who have lost a parent, either in the military or first responders. Yes, Gold Star Teen Adventures is a program created to help those children who have lost a parent in service. It's an incredibly powerful program. And earlier this year at Fort Jackson, South Carolina, military spouse and volunteer Amanda Tomasura helped organize an event for affected teens in the area. Push it! Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. And helped turn them into leaders. One of the females in particular was very, very quiet when she had arrived. And by the end, she had taken control, I guess you would say, of her little group that she was assigned with and was marching them around and giving like the orders and kind of coming up with everything for them to do. And it was fantastic. I'm Carrie Varohaikis, and welcome to Army Matters. Every year, the Association of the United States Army likes to shine a spotlight on individuals and families who are normally in the background. Those that devote their time to volunteering and making their community a better place. This year's Volunteer Family of the Year Award was given to Sergeant First Class Timothy Tomasura, his wife, Amanda Tomasura, and their three children. Amanda has spent a great deal of her time as a military spouse devoted to helping her family and community around her. And in today's episode, host Holly Daly sits down with her to discuss the Gold Star event, how she was affected by a Vietnam veteran, and how she mustered up enough courage to jump out of a moving airplane earlier this year. So pick up some weights, start racing across the field, and be inspired to finish the track by listening to Amanda's journey. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Daly from the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate, and I'm joined today here by Amanda Tomasero. Amanda and her family are the AUSA 2022 Volunteer Family of the Year, and she is here to talk with me about the incredible events that led to this award. Hi, Amanda, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Amanda, before we get to some of the specifics that led to your award, I'd love the listeners to get to know a little bit more about you. Would you mind telling us a bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure. I grew up in suburbs right outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My husband and I met when we were teenagers. We have three children. I've been married to Tim for 16 years. 
We were married prior to him enlisting. He has been stationed in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. We went over to Germany. Then we went to Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And now we are currently back at Joint Base Lewis-McChord in Washington State. Yeah, been a little bit of all over the place, I guess. So that's nice. We get to see a lot of things. Oh, my God. I didn't know you were from Pennsylvania. I'm a PA girl myself and also a military spouse just like you. And we know military spouses are jack of all trades. So, Amanda, I know that you're doing some really cool things in your field of gerontology and social work. Can you tell us what sort of clients are you working with? Yes. So I am working as a dialectical behavioral therapist in Tacoma. And I work with adults who have different um, mental illnesses and developmental delays. So we are basically teaching our clients skills that they need to be able to live a life worth living. It's a lot of emotion regulation, distress tolerance, interpersonal effectiveness, uh, helping them to build and grow relationships with others. I've definitely noticed quite a few of the clients actually using the skills that we are teaching them. So that is amazing to see. I'm like, wow, we taught them this and it's working and they're doing it on their own, like in the community. And it's amazing. Amanda, that's so great to hear. And that combined with all your volunteer work, it makes it obvious to see that you enjoy helping people. What draws you to this? Is there something in the past that started this passion of wanting to help others? I just wanted to make sure that I did something that was helpful and able to make a difference in people's lives. Growing up, my mom was an inspiration. She was one of the strongest people that I've ever known. She's an amazing human being, but she had a lot of ups and downs when I was growing up. So seeing her get through that and get out of that situation and go on to be better and just kind of help her along the way when she needed to talk to somebody. And I was an adult at that point when she had gotten out of um, a situation, but I was able to talk to her and it just felt good being an ear and being able to give advice and things like that. And It just made me feel like that's something that I wanted to do. And I guess social work kind of tied into that. I'm sure your mother appreciated that you were there for her. She's blessed to have you as a daughter. Speaking of being there for someone, there was a number of events and programs that you yourself played a role in that led to the AUSA Volunteer Family of the Year Award. The one that really stands out is the Gold Star Teen Adventures, which we heard you describe at the top of the show. You mentioned that there were 16 teenagers involved. Were your children able to take part of this also? Yes, my my children were there. They didn't stay in the barracks or anything like that with the Gold Star Teens. It was their event, but they were able to join for most of the activities. They got to go in and do the simulation shooting ranges. They got to rappel down Victory Tower. So having that hands-on experience was really, really, really cool to them because As long as their father's been in, they haven't really gotten to do something that hands-on. So they thought it was amazing. Wow, it sounds like the teens had a lot of fun and it was a positive experience. What do you feel you were able to get from it? As a military family, we also have children. A loss of a service member is always something that is a possibility, sadly. So seeing these kids 
and seeing them still thriving and still having the interest in what their parent did and still throwing themselves into something military related and having such a great time with it just was very inspiring to see. Which of your three kids did the best during the training? Come on, you can tell all of us. I would. Oh, you're going to have my kids mad at me if they listen to this. My little one was just jumping into it all. So that that was, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble from them now. It sounds like it was a great event for everyone. We're going to take a quick break here. But when we return, we're going to talk about another event that Amanda was involved in, and that included Vietnam vets. Have you purchased your AUSA swag yet? Be proud to show your support for AUSA, which in turn shows your support for the U.S. Army and our soldiers. Check out all AUSA swag at shop.ausa.org. Well, we're back with the AUSA Volunteer Family of the Year spouse recipient, Amanda Tomasuro. Amanda, your husband earlier this year led a reunion of 23 Vietnam veterans. They were from the 1st Battalion, 61st Infantry Regiment. What was the event and how did it turn out? Yeah, so the event was to bring back veterans that were in the same 161 unit from all over the United States. And it was a couple of days and they had a lot of activities for these veterans to participate in. They were able to attend and be recognized at one of the basic training graduations. And there were definitely tears that were shed because some people know a a lot of the Vietnam vets weren't very thanked when they got back. So it was very emotional for them. And that was so heartwarming to see. Um, On top of that, they were able to be there for their memorial to be rededicated. And there was a trainee combatives tournament that was held during the event. So the current trainees that were in 161 got to do combatives. And UFC fighter Colby uh, Covington actually came out for that. So he attended and judged the combatives competition and then also recognized the Vietnam vets that were there. So that was really neat as well. What about you, Amanda? Were you part of the reunion? Were you able to take part of it? And did you spend any time yourself with any of the veterans? First Sergeant retired Pedro Marzin was there and a huge help in getting everything kind of planned and figured out. And he was there with my husband for the majority of the event, making sure it ran smoothly. And unfortunately, he did pass away shortly after. But he had such great things to say about the event. I'm so sorry, but it sounds like he really enjoyed the event and it's wonderful that you provided this opportunity for him to be there. And it must have been so great for you to spend time with him as well as the others. It was so inspiring to see that despite not having such a great welcome home after Vietnam, they still were so proud of what they had accomplished and so proud of their service and so willing and able to meet with the younger generation. And they were just amazing to get to spend some time with. Amanda, part of your nomination packet said you were involved in something called the Pillowcase Project. I love that name, but I have no idea what it is. Can you explain it to us? The Pillowcase Project is pretty much to help teach children how to be prepared and have safety skills for any kind of 
local emergencies. So for example, South Carolina, it's not too far from where hurricanes come up. So even though we weren't very, very close to the coast, we could still get residual effects. So the pillowcase project pretty much lets them create their own kit that they can use to store emergency supplies and things that they need if there was an emergency. So they would just grab it and go. That's awesome. Yeah. Safety first, right? Yes, of course. Amanda, you've been a military spouse for many years. And being a military spouse myself, we know that the military life journey comes with many high, wonderful moments, but also comes with challenging ones. What would you say has been your most challenging moment? Probably during deployments when there's no communication and you're kind of wondering what's happening and hoping that everything's okay, but just kind of making sure that you're sleeping with your ringtone on, making sure you don't miss a phone call. So things like that are stressful and hard. So it's just anytime, anywhere in harm's way, you're always going to worry. Thanks for sharing that, Amanda. But what's been the highlight moment of your military journey? Now, you can't say the birth of your children. We know that's an obvious answer. So back in, I think it was March, right before we ended up leaving Fort Jackson, the battalion uh, command sergeant major was able to get me in to go skydiving with the Army Golden Knights since I was helping so much out with the SFRG. And that was like the coolest thing I've ever done in life. How awesome. So amazing. That's so cool. Was it tandem or solo? Oh, it was tandem. I don't think I would have made it out the door of the plane if it was solo as much as I wanted to. And I was like, just if I get up there and freeze, just like push me out because I'm I'm doing this. (laughs) They kept saying like, you look really pale. Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm really, really pale to begin with, but I'm okay. Like, I promise I'm not, well, I can't really promise, but I hope I'm not going to pass out. And then we got up there and I don't even think they counted to three. I only remember one, two, and then suddenly I was out. (laughs) But it was the coolest experience I've ever had. Well, not only have you leapt into so many volunteer experiences, but now also out of a plane. It's all so inspiring. Congratulations again on receiving the award and thanks for coming on to our show. To all our listeners, thank you for joining us. And remember, no matter where you are or what you're doing on your journey, let us here at the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate be your eyes, ears, and voice. We are here for you. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Army Matters is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army the U.S. Army's Professional Association, member-supported, Army-connected. Visit us at ausa.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission, educate, inform, and connect with the total Army, our industry partners, and supporters of a strong national defense. Today's episode was hosted by Holly Daly and anchor-hosted by Carrie Barrow-Hockeys. The producer and writer is Anthony Del Call, and supervising sound editor is Andy Bosnack. And Zinga Curry is the executive producer, and the senior producers are Carrie Barrow-Hockeys and LaSharon Duncan. Special thanks to Angela King, Angela Pubel, and Michelle Cabotaje for their help. Be sure to subscribe to Army Matters wherever you get your podcasts, and please leave a review. As you know, we love seeing stars in the Army, especially if it comes in the form of a five-star review. 
For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at AUSA.org. I'm with Sharon Duncan. Hope you have a great Army day. Hua.